All right, everybody, welcome back to day three of week three of the 2024 Lewisport Baptist Church Bible Reading Plan Podcast. This is Pastor Jonathan White, and today we'll be discussing Romans chapter five. Romans, again, as we discussed last time, is really uh, far heavier than we could ever get into in this short time we have together. Um, there's so much good, such such awesome uh, detail that Paul and, inten- and the, just the intentionality with which he writes, and that's especially evident in Romans chapter 5, is really he deals uh, with kind of this contrast between Adam and, and Christ, right, and how sin and death came into the world through Adam, right? Even in, as we kind of stay in this section of, of the fall and original sin and judgment, Paul really focuses in on this idea in, in Romans 5 that, that sin and death entered into this world through Adam, but ultimately that Christ is the, the new and better Adam, right? And that through Christ we can uh, have redemption from the, the sin that entered the world through Adam. So, right, he, he kind of sums up his, his argument that he's made in the first four chapters uh, where he's, he's walked through how sin came into the world and how sin has affected the Gentiles and the Jews and how he's worked through all that. And he sums up that argument of sinfulness and now moves on to the, the peace that we have through justification, which comes only through faith in the work uh, of Christ. Right? He talked, he's talked about how we've been enemies with God and how sin has put enmity between us and God. Right? We saw that in Genesis chapter 3 right? in the fall with Adam and Eve and how God promises that because of their disobedience that they will have, now have enmity, not just them as individuals, but their uh, their seed as well, right? That their their, their descendants, their, their children would have this enmity as well. And, and that's been the case, right, throughout all of human history, right? Adam and Eve's descendants have experienced the consequences of their sin. But through all this that God made a plan to bring about justification, right, to bring about restoration, and then he's now accomplished that through the death and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. And even though we've been enemies, we can now have this harmonious relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. And then in Romans 5, verse 8, which is one that we're probably all familiar with, Paul writes, but God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? So despite the sinfulness of man, despite the broken relationship that sin has caused, God still loves his creation. He still loves his people and that he has proved his love now through sacrificing his son on our behalf, right? That's the, the argument that Paul is making here in Romans chapter five. And he do, he goes on to, to prove this, this point even further to, to point towards uh, our justification through Christ, even in the face of the sinfulness that came through Adam. He does that in verses 12 through 21. And really uh, as some of the, the most deep, sound, uh, just impressive theological writing that you're ever going to come across in all of scripture. Like it's, it's incredible. It's so good. We could, again, we could spend hours just talking about really just these 10 verses right here, right here. But he, he draws this parallel between Adam and Christ, right? In verse 12, he says, therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin. And so death spread to all men because all sinned. So he set up this this idea of, of death entering to the world through sin, right? The dis, disobedience of Adam and Eve in the garden is how sin and death entered into the world, right? And we saw that. And, and they're, they're ultimately going to face their spiritual death because uh, Adam and Eve were created to live forever with God, right? They were created to live forever in the garden in perfect relationship with God. But sin broke that relationship and the consequences of that relationship being broken are now not only physical death, but spiritual death as well, right? And we see that Christ, or that God really shows them that in the in, in the making of, of the skins that he provides them with, right? He had to kill the, the animals. That was the first time that death entered 
into the world. And in verse 13, Paul writes, for sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, right? So he's connecting back to this difference of Jews and Gentiles right now, right? And showing that it's not just Jews that are guilty of sinfulness, but but all. Um, he says, yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who were sin- whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come, right? So all humanity is sinful. All of man has to deal with not only the earthly consequences of their sin, but the eternal consequences of their sin as well. But then Paul continues, but the free gift is not like the trespass, for if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded uh, for many, right? So Paul is showing us now that, that we today, that the Gentiles that he's writing to, they don't they don't need to trust just in the law. They don't need to just trace back to Abraham. They need to trace themselves all the way back to Adam to see the need for their Messiah, right? We don't need the law to bring about our justification. We need the person. We need the work of the Messiah who came in, the, in Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, who rose from the grave. We need that to bring about our justification. So he continues to, sh- to contrast this work that Adam did to the work that Jesus did, right? He shows again the in verse 18, he says, Therefore, as one trespass led to, the con, led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. So he, he's, he's contrasting Adam to Christ, right? And he's showing that where Adam failed in obedience, Christ succeeded in obedience, right? And that Christ's uh, obedience to, to, to die on the cross and to rise from the grave that outweighs Adam's disobedience, right? As one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. And then in verse 19, it says, For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. So what we're seeing here is that, that Christ is truly the, the new and better Adam, right? That Christ's work on the cross undoes the work of sin and condemnation that came into the world through Adam. So all of... The, the difficulty of the fall, all the, the pain and strife and enmity that has come through Adam uh, has now been made right through Christ. This one act of justification defeats the one act which led to our condemnation. And, and Paul really has painted this picture of, of sin uh, in such a way as it's really this this almost personified character, right? As sin is almost this person. He presents it as this this intrusive power that that serves to be a tyrant or a slave master almost in the lives of people, right? That it just reigns over us uh, through Adam's sinfulness and now reigns in our lives today. But that through the justification that we can receive through faith in Christ, that we are set free from that power. We are set free from that tyranny of sin in our lives and that we live today not in light of the condemnation that we receive through Adam, but in light of the justification that we have received through Christ and we trust him in faith. That's the beauty of this passage. And again, we can spend hours here. We can spend so much time looking in Romans. We'll have the opportunity throughout this year to to spend some time in other chapters of Romans as we deal with other ideas. But even as we think in this particular week about the fall and, and original sin and judgment, we feel the weight of original sin in this world today, right? We feel the weight of our condemnation that, that came into this world through Adam. But thanks be to God that we can feel also the hope for justification, the hope for for righteousness that we receive through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and we place our faith in him. Let me encourage you, if you've never trusted in him, let today be that day. Let today be the day that you place your faith in this new and better Adam, the Jesus Christ who came in this world to to live, to die, and to be rose again 
so that we can receive justification, so that we can receive forgiveness and restoration, uh, that our broken relationship with God might be restored. What a what a what a, what hope that is, right? What hope it is that we can trust that Christ has made this way for us, that we can never do it on our own, we can never do it ourselves, but that through faith in him we can come to have restored relationship with God. I hope this week has been a blessing to you. Next week we'll continue our time uh, looking at, at the fall and, and original sin and God's judgment as we turn our attention really to the flood and Noah and how God judged uh, the world through that uh, time. And then we'll, again, turn our attention back to Romans uh, in Romans 8 as we look at how uh, through Christ God has unwound this curse that we see in, in early chapters of Genesis. So uh, until next week, we'll be praying for you and look forward to worshiping with you together on Sunday. God bless.